$100 MBA show, the business podcast that also brings the best in the game to teach you the best business lessons, along with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And as today's intro hinted at, today is a guest teacher episode. In our guest teacher episodes, we bring on an expert to teach their area of expertise. Today we have Tom Hunt from TomHunt.io, and Tom is going to teach you how to hire the ultimate virtual assistant. This is a great lesson because your first hire might just be a virtual assistant. If you're building your business by yourself right now or with your partner, many of us, when we need extra help, we need somebody to take on the load of things that we don't want to deal with, we bring on a virtual assistant. But how do you find the right one? Hiring the right staff, I have to say, has been one of the biggest challenges we've had in our business. So I'm glad that we have Tom Hunt today to teach us lessons to make sure that you're prepared to make your first hire with a virtual assistant. So let's get into it, guys. Let's get down to business. episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by HostGator, your all-in-one website solution. Whether you're looking to build an e-commerce website, a service-based business website, or a brick-and-mortar website, HostGator's got your back. With their 24-7 live support via phone, chat, and email, they're there for you anytime you need them. And you can get started for as low as $5 with their amazing 30% discount for $100 MBA listeners. Just go to HostGator.com slash MBA30. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. Tom Hunt is a well-known TEDx speaker, was on BBC's Dragon's Den, which is like Shark Tank here in the US, and founder of Virtual Valley, a platform that connects entrepreneurs and rock star virtual assistants with the mission to give entrepreneurs back 1 million hours of their time by 2018. Tom also sends an awesome weekly marketing tip. And if you're interested in being a part of that newsletter, just head on over to tomhunt.io slash MBA. Tom has a value-packed lesson. I don't want to take much of his time because I want to keep this lesson or this episode as tight as possible. But I'll be back with some takeaways, some insights of my own. But for now, take it away, Tom. Hello, everybody. I am Tom Hunt, and thank you for joining me today, because today I'm going to be teaching you about how to hire the ultimate virtual assistant, and then also a sneaky little content marketing bonus lesson tucked in at the end. So let's get down to business. Okay, so as I mentioned, I'm going to go through the complete process that we used at Virtual Valley, an online marketplace that connects entrepreneurs and virtual assistants, to hire 57 virtual assistants for the supply side of this marketplace so that when entrepreneurs came, they had an awesome virtual assistant to connect with. And this recruitment process is, uh, I will explain, in the form of eight different steps. I'm going to quickly run through them, and then at the end, I'm going to add a bonus lesson about content marketing. So let's get started. And the first thing you need to do when considering hiring a virtual assistant is to determine the competencies required, the qualities that this virtual assistant will need to succeed in your company. So I'm just going to share a couple of examples that we actually require or that we wanted all of the virtual assistants to have that we hired onto our platform. So the number one competency was resourcefulness. We also had experience, organization, 
customer-focused, first impression, communication, excellence, likability, listening, energy, reliability, and enthusiasm. So you need to think about the role that you're going to fill with the virtual assistant, your own company and your company's values and ethos, and then draw out a list of competencies, just as we have done there, that you're really looking for in your virtual assistant. So that is step one. Step two is to write something that we like to call a job mission. So it's not a job description, it's a job mission. And it's important to remember the awesome book, Start With Why, by Simon Sinek. He says that uh, in order to really inspire people towards a goal, or the best message is start with why. So in your job mission, you need to start with why you need this person and how that connects to the mission of your company. So once you've uh, sort of started with why, you've taken you've gone on the journey through your job mission explaining exactly what this person will do and what uh, and the type of person that you're looking for and include your competencies in this job mission you then need to move on to the next step which uh, we like to call harvesting so you have the competencies you have your job mission you now need to go out into the world and harvest applications, harvest CVs, so you can then move forward in the process. So the areas that we sort of used to harvest our virtual assistant applications were our own social media profiles, our own email list, uh, other freelancer marketplaces such as onlinejobs.ph, easyoutsource.ph, uh, and freelancer marketplaces such as Upwork, freelancer people per hour. So you go to these platforms and then you use your job mission as the job post on that site. You can use Craigslist, you can ask for referrals from existing virtual assistants or employees that you have, or you can speak with your existing network and see if they know of anybody. So once you've done this, um, you should have collected a, a number of CVs, a number of applications for your job role. And it, it now is the point that you start screening your all of the applicants against your competencies. So there are now five different steps in the actual recruitment process. So that is screening, test task, initial video interview, competency video interview, and then a reference check. Those five steps each will check your applicant against one of the competencies that we outlined in the first step. So screening. For In our example, we took the competencies such as organization and attention to detail and then reviewed the CV against these competencies. And if, for example, they had spelling mistakes, if the design of the CV wasn't right, or if they didn't seem like they agreed with other competencies in the list, we would end that application there. Those people that did pass would move on to the next stage, which is the test task. And this is really, really interesting. So we actually started with the test task at the end or the penultimate step of the process. But since uh, discussing actually with the virtual co-founder, Marin Kate, so she hired a lot of virtual assistants over in America, she said that it's actually useful to put the test task before the interviews because it's a very good screening step. You don't want to invest time in the interview process if they are unable to fulfill a, a basic task at the quality that you require. So we actually moved the test task up. So after screening, you say you communicate with the applicant and say, awesome, we have accepted your initial application. What we want you to do now is just complete this basic test task. And the test task is a task that would take 
around 30 minutes to an hour and is comparable to the actual task that they will be taking in the role that they complete with you. So you send the test task, you get the results. Again, compare that against the specific competencies that apply. And those that pass will move on to the initial video interview. So we had two video interviews in our process. The first of which was not to go through experience of the virtual assistant. The first of which is to, is to uh, assess a couple of the competencies that were more the soft skills. So how they... Are they enjoyable to talk to? Are they enthusiastic? Do they have, are they empathetic? Can they understand what you're saying? How is their English? So they were the sort of competencies that we're assessing in the first interview, which was actually with my manager in the Philippines. So it doesn't have to be with you, though I would advise that as a business owner, you would take the, the final, the competency interview, which is next. So in the competency slash experience interview, you actually dive deep into the previous experience of each virtual assistant, and then again, assess the competencies that are specific to that role. It's also very important to use what Brad Smart of Top Grading calls a threat of a reference check, or T-O-R-C. So simply saying, or the questions that we asked were, if we were to ask your previous boss about how you would like to work with, what would they say? And you take the response and then you follow that up with, okay, if we did want to speak to your previous boss, uh, would you be willing to introduce us? And for the A players, that will excite them because the ex-boss will have an awesome opinion of them and they'd be happy to connect. For the B or C players, maybe they won't be able to connect to you or they won't be happy about connecting you. So very, very important at the end of the second interview to include a threat of a reference check. And the final stage of the process is the references. So if you do use the threat of the reference check, it's very, very important that you do actually check up with the references, drop them an email, ask them a couple of questions in the email, and then if they're happy to jump on a really quick call with you to go over the feedback for the virtual assistant, that is awesome. If not, email feedback is fine. So there we have the complete step-by-step -step guide to hiring the ultimate virtual assistant. We've been through determining your competencies, writing your job mission, harvesting CVs, screening, test task, initial video interview, competency slash work history, video interview, and then references at the end. And we just have time for a very, very quick bonus lesson on content marketing. So we will link below the blog post where I actually take through, like go through this whole process and how we did this with screenshots from each of the different steps. And I give away assets like our test task, the track, the spreadsheet tracker that we use to uh, calculate and assess each virtual assistant against these competencies. And so you could say that us creating that piece of content it could be driving people away from using our marketplace because we provide virtual assistants. We're telling people how to recruit virtual assistants when we've actually done that already. Now, I am a big believer that if you provide value to your potential customers, they will that will build yourself as an authority in their eyes, but also uh, enable them to, to think that they can actually reach the goal that they are trying to hit. So we create this content that helps our potential customers regardless of, of what they will do with that and whether it sort of directly applies to them or directly leads them to becoming our customer because we believe that if we provide value to them, then they will that will show us an 
as an authority, and that either they'll be more likely to use us. Uh, the other reason why we created that piece of content was to show that uh, we have invested all of this sort of time and effort into hiring the recruitment, hiring these awesome virtual assistants, so that yes, you could go away and invest this massive amount of time and effort yourself, but we've already done this for you and you can jump onto our platform and find our virtual assistant so you don't have to go through all this work. So if you're creating a piece of content about something that you've done for your customers, if you do highlight that it is really, really hard, that could actually drive people to use your service because maybe they weren't aware of how much work it actually takes to achieve that goal. So that's a bonus lesson on content marketing. Go out there, create awesome content that, hide, that adds value to your audience, but can also highlight the hard work that you have done and the value that you're adding for them. So in summary, that is how to hire the ultimate virtual assistant. And that is also a, a bonus little lesson on content marketing. Okay, guys, this was Tom Hunt of Virtual Valley. And if you would like to continue learning either about virtual assistants or about more of the stuff that I do, you can visit virtualvalley.io to check out our marketplace, or you can go to tomhunt.io forward slash MBA. And I actually write a simple little email each Wednesday that, I, that highlights what I have learned about marketing online each week. So you can sign up to that there. Thank you again for joining me today. And let's go back to Omar. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by HostGator. When it comes to building your business website, it's not just the website itself. It's the maintenance. It's the servers. It's making sure you have the right domain names, the right security, SSL certificates for secure checkouts. How do you make sure you're doing the right things? How do you get help for that? And that's why HostGator's got your back. With their 24-7 live support via phone, chat, and email, you can get in contact with them any time of day, any day of the week, wherever you are. And they'll help you out with everything when it comes to the tech of your website. I love that. And you can get started for as low as $5 a month. Get their exclusive 30% discount for listeners of the $100 MBA show by heading on over to HostGator.com slash MBA30. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. Hiring a virtual assistant is not a walk in the park. You got to make sure you hire the right person. All the things that Tom mentioned in today's lesson are important. Finding out exactly who you're looking for can really help you a lot. What are the exact tasks you want to hand over to somebody else? Who possesses the strengths to take on those tasks? But in my book, the most important asset of any employee you're going to hire, whether they're a virtual assistant or a part-time employee or a freelancer, is having the right attitude. Being motivated, wanting to be a part of your team, wanting to do the job, willing to learn. It's very, very hard to not get along with or not hire or even fire somebody with a good attitude because it's something you can't train. You can't train somebody to have a good attitude. They either have one or not. It has to come from within. If somebody's lacking skills in one area or need to be trained in another or need to be shown how to do a certain task, that can be done. That can be trained. But an attitude you can't train that. That has to come from the person themselves. Guys, I hope you love today's guest lesson from Tom Hunt. We have more lessons coming every single day this week, as we always do. So make sure you hit the subscribe button so you get them all automatically. Guys, that's it for today's episode. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. Not all your hires are going to be perfect. What I mean by that is that sometimes it takes a few times to get the right fit. 
Hopefully, you'll make a great hire, whether it's a virtual assistant or anything else, and they're with you for the life of the business. But in my experience, it's not always perfect every single time. You make a choice, you make a decision based on what you know in the interview. And this is why I like to incorporate sort of a trial period for every hire. We do this in our business for three months. And when they pass that period, they get some sort of increment to kind of reward them for passing that three-month trial. It's also time for them to feel out if we're a good fit for them. And it's okay if you're not a good match. A lot of us, we kind of dig our heels in and we feel like there's so much sunk cost that we don't want to make the decision of maybe switching gears and finding somebody else. It's never fun to let go of somebody. But sometimes you got to think of what's best for your customers, your business, and your sanity. All right, guys, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.